You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. everybody and welcome yet again to another episode of your favorite sports betting show that's right it's time for the degenerate dungeon brought to you by the glass cannon network uh as always i am your host brian hollywood hagan and i do want to apologize this is going to be a quick one we're doing another abbreviated show another solo piece by your boy right here i do have the woodman's picks i do have some picks of mine but uh, a little bit busy on this week between Christmas and New Year's, so we're just kind of throwing a quick one at you so you can get our picks on paper, tail them if you wish, uh, and hope we can make some money before the New Year here. So uh, without further ado, you know we're not gonna, I'm not gonna do too much of a preamble. We're gonna get right into it. Of course, you'll see us live back on Twitch every Wednesday night for the remainder of the football season in the lounge, twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. Once again, Wednesday evenings, 10 a.m. Eastern time in the lounge. Um, And of course, you can follow us on Twitter or X at GCN Sports is where you can find the show there. So uh, yeah, let's just run right through it real quick. And uh, there will be no bagels and locks this Sunday morning, unfortunately. Actually, I shouldn't say definitely. Keep an eye out uh, in the lounge for our Twitch exclusive show every Sunday morning. There, I will not be a part of it if there is one. I don't know if uh, if Troy or Woodman will get anything together. If they do, awesome. But keep, a, keep, keep an eye out if you're interested for that. Uh, as of right now, the plans are not in place for that to happen. There are plans in place to still make a shit ton of dough, and it's NFL Week 17. I can't believe it. When we get back in the new year, it'll be one more regular season week, and that's it. Then we're hitting the playoffs. And you know, if you've been with us for years through the Jump the Sharp days, the Woodman and I, we typically take it to another level, at least for the first couple of rounds of the playoffs, and we're excited to do that again this year. Uh, without further ado, though, plays of the week. And like I mentioned, not even really going to go too much into the detail. I'll spout a little bit on my end because I'm the one that's here. But like for the Woodman, I'll just kind of throw out what he has. And you guys write it down. Maybe bet it later. See if you dig it. Uh, His first play is Steelers plus three and a half at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Steelers now getting uh, points or over a field goal after having a nice little outing. Last Thursday, they're well-rested, beat up on the Bengals pretty well. And I guess the Woodman's looking to ride that Mason Rudolph train. Mike Tomlin trying to make sure that he is at least a 500 coach for every season of his professional coaching career, which is amazing. Um, Seahawks, look, last week, I had him as one of my picks. I went one-on-one on on my picks, and it was ass-backwards, baby, because uh, the the Seahawks game that I ended up covering – I had no business. The Dallas-Miami game where I took the over, that was the right read all day. 49,000 field goal attempts. Um, every drive was pretty much they were tr- either fumbling at the one, kicking a field goal. The read was there. The production as far as you know, maximizing it on the both the team's sides was not. So I had to eat that one. But I got pretty lucky with a Geno late fourth quarter comeback. 
So I went one for one on that bad boy. Seahawks feeling themselves a little bit. Seems like they're getting into these games where they're coming out on top, being more competitive, more feisty at the end. Um, and, well, the Woodman thinks that Steelers are at least hanging enough to keep it close where three and a half points will be enough. He goes Steelers plus three and a half at Seattle. I'm also going to take a road dog here. Um, and this is the Green Bay Packers getting two points plus two at the Minnesota Vikings. Basically, welcome to the Jekyll and Hyde ball on this one. You have two teams that still have no idea what their identity is, and we've had NFL football for over four months now. But Minnesota especially is completely lost right now. Coach Kevin O'Connell still doesn't know who's going to start a quarterback. We're on a Thursday before a Sunday game. Justin Jefferson, he isn't holding back when illustrating how difficult it is to make plays with the talent or lack thereof that's throwing the ball his way. I mean, the Vikings are just decimated with injuries on top of all that including a big one, the stud rookie Jordan Addison, who has yet to return to practice, and it isn't looking good for him to participate in the game on Sunday. So to me, I think Green Bay is better situated personnel-wise to win this game. But to be honest, I was shocked this wasn't a pick or even a Packers maybe like minus one-ish. I, I don't see Minnesota as being the better team in this game. I don't care where it's being played. Straight up, personnel-wise, the coaches kind of cancel each other out, but you know, right now, I know Jordan Love kind of turns it on and off, but he's pretty on lately. And like I mentioned, they're Jekyll and Hyde, so it could be turned off at any given moment. However, I like their stature as far as quarterback ability right now way more than obviously a team that doesn't even know who's starting. And when they do name a starter, it's going to be some ass. You know what I mean? So I, I saw the Packers were getting points, and I'm on board with that. All right. Second favorite plays of the week for the Woodman and myself. He is fading his hometown birds. Cardinals plus 10.5 at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, my man's been making dough, just fading the birds, and it's been working for a good month in a row. He's got a good idea. You know, once again, this is an objective show here. We want to make money first and foremost, especially for everybody that's tailing us here. So, you know, he's putting his fandom aside, or not even aside. He's kind of using his fandom for that extra, you know, intel. Um, and he's saying there's no way that the Eagles are going to blow out any team right now the way they're playing. So Cardinals, a little feisty. Jonathan Gannon, obviously our defensive coordinator last year, the new head coach of the Cardinals, uh, is performing better than we all thought he would. But he has a little. He he kind of he obviously knows our offense. He knows our defense. So should be interesting to see. The Woodman likes the Cardinals getting uh, over ten plus ten and a half at the Birds. Nevertheless, go Birds. Um, maybe maybe let's just win by ten. And we'll get both sides of this and pocket some cashish along the way. Uh, oddly enough, after talking about fading the Eagles, I'm gonna go ahead and take our biggest rival. That's right, your boy is taking the Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half at home against the Detroit Lions. Um, that four and a half is key. It is on FanDuel. DraftKings right now is at five and a half. You know, typically I kick myself for not taking action on my initial leans for the new betting week on, say, a Sunday night or Monday, like right when the lines drop, because as, as the lines that I don't pounce on Typically, they work against my favor come time to record this show when we typically do it on a on a Wednesday night. Um, and, you know, I might like something at a minus two and a half, but I wait. I just don't do it because I, I don't want to take it at two and a half and then 
it moves to four and a half and me have to tell people, well, I got a two and a half, so that's going to be my pick even though you can't get it anymore. Uh-uh. I ain't going to screw you like that. But boy, am I glad I waited on this, John, because I was already a fan of the Cowboys at minus, minus six and a half at home against Detroit, believe it or not. I was like, man, they're going to win this game by a touchdown. But now I'm getting it all the way down to minus four and a half on Fandle. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm in for that, for, you know, first and foremost, for that line movement. Oh, gee. I'm in for that first and foremost for that line movement. I'm giddy on that, uh, feeling good on the value. But I do see Dallas winning this game by a touchdown at least. I think it's a 10-point victory by the Cowboys. I'm not disrespecting the Lions. Shout out to our boy JB who did an awesome job as always filling in on a show last week. This is not a slight to the Detroit Lions. I dig it. I think you guys have a better chance of getting to the NFC Championship game than almost everybody else in the country that isn't a diehard Lions fan are giving you a chance to. Uh, I do see that as a possibility. But a young team like this, especially young coaching and that kind of rah-rah player-coach atmosphere, you see Jared Goff in tears, rightfully so, good for my man, showing legit emotion as the Lions have their first division title locked up in, uh, what's that, 30 years. Incredible job. Let down, written all over it. Meanwhile, I got the Cowboys who now are off two straight losses to good teams, playing another good team, but this might be the time to pounce. I think the Cowboys are going to be a little ticked off. Looking to get at least back in the win column. I think the Lions are going to be – I know they're still playing for positioning, so it's not like I'm discounting them, you know, just saying, you know what, we have the division title locked in, let's go lay an egg. No, they're going to be competitive to a point. I just think there is going to be a little bit of a letdown there. Four and a half to me is crazy. I can, I, I'm shocked this isn't at least six. Um, but yeah, Cowboys minus four and a half, take that value on the personal emotional side of things. I just think they're going to be way, way more focused at the task. I think they have a lot more to play for right now. And yeah, I mean, minus four and a half all day. Uh, but one pride go Lions. Congratulations, Lions fans. Um, and you know, look, if this doesn't hit, hopefully the Lions just win it outright. If I, if I lose this bet, just take the Cowboys down, please. But as of right now, you know, you gotta, you gotta talk where. Where the money is, Cowboys minus four and a half looks like a winner for me. So that's our plays of the week right there. Four dubs, let's hope. Um, and we're going to keep it up with the Paydar prop, though. We're not going anywhere with that. The Woodman is going to go ahead and throw, speaking of Lions, Jameer Gibbs out there. He got it at plus 125. Do your shopping around. Um, Jameer Gibbs just finding Paydart every week over and over and over again. Looking like an absolute stud out of Bama Roll Tide. Um but, yeah, so he's going to go Jameer Gibbs for your Detroit Lions. I am going to go ahead and take another running back who is a dual threat, can catch a tutty out of the backfield, is running for tutties on a historic level for his organization, and I'm getting them for plus 110? Yeah, Raheem Mostert, plus 110 for the Miami Dolphins. I you know Shout out to anybody that tailed the Boston Scott, John. It didn't work out the way we won it last week. Sorry for that, but stay tuned until next week's show. That's all I'll say about that. Um, you know, it's it's. I, I have a feeling like it's still live, but we'll. T I'll, I'll mention why that didn't go the way. I knew within five minutes of that ball game that he was not scoring, and I was like, ah, I just kind of have to root on the Eagles then. Uh, but nevertheless, Raheem Mostert plus one ten. You know, let's take a look at a guy not named Christian McCaffrey who has been scoring at pretty much the same rate. As a matter of fact. 
Mostert set team records for his pay dirt prowess this season. So I'm going for value here. I can't believe what I see. In 15 games played this year, he scored in 12 of them. In those 12 games, he scored more than once six times. So I know there's a power struggle between him and Devon Achan, but I'm going to play it safe and take plus money on Mostert to find the end zone just once. I'm just playing it safe just once. I mean, it's happened in 12 of 15 games, and you're getting plus money. How? So I'm going to go full unit special, by the way, on this jam here. It, I have to. Uh, to to get plus money for this kind of cat when Miami is still playing for it's not like they're going to sit anybody they need to win these games to possibly catch up with the Ravens they have a shot at getting home home field advantage so I think they're going to go you know bucko with their offensive game plan Mostert find a pay dirt maybe he'll do it more than once like I said he's been doing that at a crazy rate too but I'm not going to go and make that that bet right now this is just a pay dirt prop and I want to make some dough when I find someone with talent like this at plus money I'm all over it so that's Mostert that's Gibbs maybe a two-leg par might be in order there too especially at these numbers everything on the plus side for two big time scores giddy up to the pay dirt prop and of course the last Thursday night football game of the season Pretty crappy one, as they all kind of are, but Jets at Browns, still something to watch, and we're going to give you something to root for. Woodman's just straight up taking the over. He likes the over 34 and a half, the total there. Well, I'm seeing it now live at 34, so let's put that in official. Woodman going over 34. It is on DraftKings as such. FanDuel is 34 and a half. Um, so the Woody, the Woodman likes uh, likes the over. I, I, I could see it happening. I, I do see Joe Flacco coming down to earth. Jets defense, obviously, we know what their their potential is, but Joe Flacco, three straight games of 300-plus yards. I mean, what is going on in 2023? Almost 2024, and this cat's slinging it. Um, but, yeah, the over goes to the Woodman. I am going to go on the Jets side of things, and I'm going to take Brees Hall over 43-and-a-half rushing yards. You can find that on FanDuel. I believe the over-under is set at 45-and-a-half as of recording this on DK. Those two yards, they can go a long way, so... You know, I've been too cute trying to win three, four, eight times my money on Thursday night game doing wacky props. But shout out to the Woodman as he had a Cordy Pats anytime special on the Bagels and Locks Sunday morning show this past week on a player that he loves. And that player is Brees Hall. Uh, and so I, I do see Brees Hall trending upwards. So sometimes he gets like 10 rushes for 16 yards and it's brutal. And I know the Browns defense is is nutty, but they're they're. They're getting a little bit uh, of Swiss cheese going on on that defense when it comes to stopping the run. Um, you know, the one shiny beacon of energy on the whole Jets team pretty much lately has been has been Brees. And that team's seen the writing on the wall. They know they're not going to the playoffs, but they're seeing what they have in Brees Hall. Uh, and, you know, he showed the possibility of putting an entire defense in the rear view last week, I, I thought, with some great, great uh, burst out of the backfield. Look – I would say the over-under for this would have been at like 62-ish or something. 43 and a half. Let's go. Um, so, I'm on board with that. And, oh, and like I'm saying, the Cleveland Browns defense, right? Big, bad, scary. Well, yeah, overall, they're strong against the run. But they still allow over 100 yards rushing per game. So, even if they give up that, to be on the money, it's 100.2 yards rushing allowed per game by the Cleveland Browns. Even if they just give up what they average, who else is getting rushing yards on that team? Who's getting, like, how is Brees Hall not getting 44 yards of 100 
Yeah, they don't. Who, uh, well, I don't even know. I can't even tell you who the Jets are putting out a quarterback right now. But whoever they are, what are they going to get? You know, six. So uh, it's got to be Brees Hall here over 43 and a half when it comes to the prop for Thursday Night Football. That's going to be a quick one. We're in and out this week. Um, hope everyone's having the best holidays they've ever had. Uh, let's let's pop one uh, this evening, watch some props hit, and we will be cheersing to the new year very soon. Once again, at GCN Sports on Twitter is where you'll find us. And uh, we're going to have a great 2024 here in the dungeon. Everyone, be uh be excited. We got, a, we got a big, big playoff push coming here, and I know we're all very pumped up for that. Um, so once again, thank you, everybody, for all of your support with the show, uh, and have a very happy, very safe, super exciting New Year's. It'll be 2024 before you hear from your boy Hollywood again, and I'm looking forward to getting that year off to a banging start. Let's do so real quick uh, with some money in our pocket. NFL Week 17 style. Everybody, peace out. Hear ya. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.